Before we jump into today's show, I just wanted to let you know that I have got a brand new three-part audio series available to download right now. If you head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio, that's all one word, no spaces, you can download your How to Build Your Authority with Podcasting audio series. This is going to address guesting and hosting, so if you're interested in either of those and you want to know how to build your authority, head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio. The link will be in the show notes. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody, and welcome to a brand new year. I am your host, Donna Ede, founder of the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors, and today we are going to talk about some new year changes and goal setting for 2021. If you aren't already subscribed, then please do subscribe where you're listening and leave a review for the podcast. It really helps the podcast get in front of more people, more of the right people, just like you, and I will be muchly grateful for that. everyone and welcome to 2021. Things are looking a little different around here as you may have noticed. We have had a name change. So the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors is my business and my passion and it is still the reason for the podcast. However, it was a bit of a long title for a podcast so we have changed it and we are now the Wedding Procast. So welcome, I hope you will stick around. We have also changed our upload day so episodes will now come out every Thursday so make sure that you have got that um, in your diary or even better subscribe to the podcast where you listen to podcasts and it will automatically show on Thursday morning. So the podcast is for all wedding professionals and in the podcast we will be giving hints and tips on business and also bringing you interviews from business experts as well as wedding professionals. I really enjoyed the interviews that I did last year and I definitely want to bring more of those to you in 2021. I hope that you were able to have a really good Christmas, whatever it was that you were up to. Um, I was in tier three, which meant that we were allowed to visit with family on Christmas Day up to a maximum of three households and that meant that we were able to go to my partner's parents for Christmas dinner which was nice because I really wasn't ready for cooking Christmas dinner myself. I have managed to avoid that for pretty much every year of my entire life. In fact, I think I have only ever cooked Christmas dinner once and I turned 40 this year. So um, I think I've done pretty well. I did think that I would have to do it this year, but luckily for me, I didn't. So we went to his parents' house and we had a really good time um, just sharing Christmas with his family. I have not been able to see my family because we went into tier four um, on Boxing Day. And yeah, so rules and regulations must be abided by. We didn't go anywhere else and I haven't seen my family. But these are the sacrifices we make for the greater good. I am well aware that a lot of you will have missed out on seeing loved ones as well this Christmas. But I do hope that you were able to find some joy and merriment during the festive period. 
everybody in our industry suffered loss in 2020. I don't think there was one person who wasn't touched in some way, whether it was personal or business related. COVID-19 took a lot from us and the government really hasn't helped and isn't helping. I've seen a lot of people on social media asking for the government to give us a roadmap for what will happen in the spring. And I've personally had a little bit of a hard time with this because I feel like if they give us a roadmap and then have to change it, everybody's going to be up in arms. And if they don't give us a roadmap, everybody's up in arms. So they've kind of in a a no-win situation. But I think it's really difficult because I don't think that there is, there's, there's no precedent you know, there's nothing they can sort of compare it to and say, okay, well, this this is how it's going to be. So I think it's really difficult for them to to provide a roadmap. But what I feel they should be doing and should have been doing for a long time now is offering financial support to wedding vendors. You guys have been absolutely stellar at looking after your couples, helping them change and rearrange their dates as has been needed. And I think that you guys are providing that reassurance to your couples and letting them know that if they need to change their date, if things need to change on short notice, that you are there for them and that you will help them and it will be okay. However, there doesn't seem to be anything coming from the government to you guys to say, we've got your back and we're supporting you. And that is where the missing link is in my mind. I feel that the government should be putting things in place for wedding vendors. There are plenty of vendors who have had no choice but to stop business. Now, I know that some people have been able to do other work. Some photographers have been able to do family portraits. Some beauticians have been able to do other services. But there are trades like bridal salons, DJs that have had to completely shut down their businesses and not be able to take any money and have to refund. And to me, that is unacceptable that they're not being supported. So to me, that's where the government is falling down and that's where they really need to step up and help us so that we can continue to help our couples. You know, I think you guys have just done an absolutely brilliant job of looking after your couples and reassuring them in a time where you have had no support yourselves. And that is to be commended. My hope is that the vaccine will be taken up by a majority of people and will start making an impact and that we will get our industry back sooner rather than later. I know there are some strong feelings out there when it comes to the government and what they shouldn't and shouldn't be doing for our industry and I for one definitely think they are not doing enough. But what I wanted to talk about today was goal setting for 2021. Now I know that if you are listening to this I can almost guarantee that you did not hit your 2020 goals but I wanted to talk about how I set goals um, and how it's slightly different to how others might set them and how it might help you. Now, for me, goal setting and systems, things like that are all very individual and you've got to do what works for you. What works for one person won't always work for another person. But the more you listen to different ways people do goal setting or system implementation, the more ideas you get, the more you can pull from this and that and create something that's your own. So for me, 
I'm not a big fan of goals as a destination. I prefer to look at goals as motivation. I look at them as maybe something a little bit bigger than I possibly think I can do. And I use it as motivation to move my business forward. And at the end of the year, what I am looking for is for my business to have moved forward. As long as it's moving forward, you know, I'm okay with where I land. So for me, what I do is I actually look at these bigger goals and I break them down into what I call milestones. So my milestones may be quarterly, monthly or weekly, depending on how big they are. But by creating these smaller milestones, it breaks that big goal down into lots of small manageable chunks. And when you succeed at a manageable chunk, you're one step closer to reaching your goal. Also, the thing with having small manageable chunks is that if you don't reach it, if you don't get that chunk done, you know that you're off track and you can pull it back when you go to the next milestone. So that's what I like to do. Um, I like to set milestones to achieve my bigger goals. And then when I look back, I like to um, make sure that I'm reviewing those goals on a regular basis. So something that I do is I have a weekly CEO date with myself. It is in my Google calendar. It is on a Monday morning and it is what I do every week. It is sort of set in stone, I suppose. And I think that we should all have meetings with ourselves that are set in stone to track our business. We can get so busy doing our business. Um, We can get so busy doing our craft. We can get so busy with being in business that we don't stop to reflect. We don't stop to look at where we are. We don't stop to check that we're still on track. One of the things that I found last year was that because I wasn't really looking back at what I had done, I was missing where I was going. And so that's something that I plan to change this year. And I'm going to change that by adding in not only my weekly CEO date, which is where I check things like my social stats. um, I'm going to be adding in a monthly milestone meeting. And that monthly milestone meeting is where I'm going to sit down with myself for an hour. It's going to be booked on my calendar so that I make sure that I do it. And I'm going to sit down. I'm going to look at what my milestones are for the month or for the quarter, whatever they are. And I am going to see how well I'm doing at meeting those milestones. Am I moving towards them? Am I off track so that I can put things in place for the next month to bring me back on track or to hit or exceed those milestones. And as long as you're doing that, if you are then falling off track, you can see where you're falling off track and you can see what you need to do and what you need to put in place for the next month or the next quarter to bring that back. If you don't do this and you just set one big goal, then you're just like, okay, so that's my aim. So you think about it a lot. You think, oh, I want to hit this in revenue this year. And that's what my goal is. But you're not actually tracking it in any way, shape or form. Then when you get to the end of the year and you go, um, okay, I didn't hit it. You can't see where, where the fault lay as it were. So if you had, for instance, a revenue um, goal in mind and you fell short on that goal, if you had been keeping track of it with your milestones, if say you, you for ease, if you were saying you wanted to do £12,000 a year, and so that's £1,000 a month, 
if you were keeping track of it at the end of the month, had a monthly meeting with yourself and said, okay, how much money have I bought in this month? And you know, you only bought in 800. You can go, okay, we fell short this month. We need to make sure that we do 1200 next month to make up for it. And you can work on trying to bring in that extra income in that following month. Equally, if you have a really good month and you go, okay, we've done 3000 this month. Fantastic. Okay. Well, uh, we'll keep our goal at a thousand to bring in a thousand next month. But if you fall short in a few months after that, you know that you've got that contingency there to, that you're still on target. So it's really important to make sure that you are tracking your goals and tracking your milestones that are going to get you to your goal so that you can come somewhere closer to hitting them. Now, for me, like I said, it's not about hitting the goal necessarily. It's about keeping me on track, and moving me forward and motivating me. So I tend to set goals that are probably a little bit outside of the reach there then I tend to go for the stretch goal you know not the well according to my calculations this should be easy I don't like those kind of goals I want a bigger goal so I tend to go for the stretch goal and it isn't that I think that I'm going to hit it but I know that I'm going to try for the whole year to reach that goal and by doing that it means that I'm going to get somewhere in the region and that I'm going to do better than I did last year. So those are my tips. I will pop Rachel Cook in the show notes. Uh, She is the lady who taught me all about the CEO date. Um, So that's my weekly date with myself. Um, And I've also got for you a download, which is my milestone meeting agenda, which you can download. So you can head over to bit.ly forward slash WPC037 to download that agenda. And what you can do is take that agenda and change it to fit your tracking metrics and the things that you're going to be looking at. Thank you so much for joining me for this first podcast of 2021. I hope that if this is your first time listening, then you will hit subscribe where you listen so that you will be able to get each episode as it drops. As I say, it will be dropping on a Thursday from now on. Don't forget to download that CEO meeting agenda and adapt it for you at bit.ly forward slash WPC037. And I will be back next week where I have got a really special guest coming on the show. It is the maestro himself, Lincoln Noel. So do join us next Thursday for that. See you soon. Bye for now. looking to build a deeper connection with your audience this year and you're a passionate business owner with a message to share then I would love to help you do that via podcasting if you're interested in starting a podcast this year head over to donnaead.com forward slash apply to register your interest today don't forget to hit subscribe where you listen and rate and review the podcast if you've enjoyed it you can also share this episode with a friend it is a great way to help the podcast out to get to more listeners just like you.